What does that mean? Work on my characterization. What am I supposed to do? Hi, writers. I'm Autumn Bordeaux, and today I'm going to give you a quick tip, and we're going to discuss how to improve characterization and, and really even what is characterization. So characterization, that word, it gives many writers like, like bad English class flashbacks, right? It was that dreaded word. But in simple terms, characterization really is how the writer shows personality, emotions, the needs and desires of their character. That's it. There's five easy ways to provide characterization. And um, a few of these I'm going to go into more detail with upcoming videos. So here I'm just going to give you the general overview. So the first way to add characterization is the character's name. Now, and I'm going to do a whole video on that, but a name can be symbolic. Now, there's some, there's some caveats to this. And one is like, for example, I write historical fiction. So my characters already have names. I'm not going to change historical names. But if there's names that aren't historical and I'm adding in some extra characters, those I try to make a little symbolic. Okay. Um, so I'm purposeful when choosing the name of the character and the name can be ironic. Um, I don't expect you to look up names. It's fun to do that if you've ever done that in a novel. So be mindful if you're naming characters, what the name means. Okay. Is it, is it reflective of their personality? Um, I have a per, I have a paranormal romance series that I write under a different pen name and I give those characters names that are, that give you kind of clues into the kind of person that they are. A name can also be ironic. Think of the uh, character named Jane, who's anything but the plain girl, Jane next door. A name can be androgynous, like Lee or Pat or Kelly or Chris. Okay, uh, what would be the purpose of giving them an androgynous name? A name can be reflect the character's culture, their race, their socioeconomic status. Think of something like a Richard Byron Howard III. Sounds pretty hoity-toity, right? Um, or then think of something like Billy Bob, which sounds a whole lot less hoity-toity. Names can be cliche or stereotypical. Think of names like Barbie, Ken, Dick, which we don't even, I mean, that isn't even, that's not a good thing to say anymore to call somebody that. But in the old days, that was a shortened version of Richard, or it was the name for a private eye. You'd call them a dick. Okay. Um, another thing about um, characterization would be character, characterizing through dialogue. Characterizing through dialogue. What your character says and what the other characters say about them. So things that dialogue can reveal would be their education level, which would be an example of fancy words, formal language, perhaps they think they know everything, okay? It could be, uh, it can also reveal their ethnicity. I want you to be careful here. Mark Twain had like 10 or 20 dialogue, dialects um, in Huck Finn, okay? But that was written like a thousand years ago. Yeah, that's a hyperbole. Okay, so it can reveal ethnicity, geographic location, ge dialogue can reveal geographic location, something like ma'am or madam, or if you remember from uh, my cousin Vi Vinny, there was a whole cute scene there where he calls him two utes, 
and and the judge says utes and he goes yeah utes two utes okay so some of the it's very like words have um are specific to geographical location dialogue can reveal age in fact i can usually tell somebody's general age group by how they speak or how they address an email if i see an email that says hey guys i'm usually putting that email writer in their 30s okay so a lot of times you can discuss age is is you can reveal age in dialogue uh, it can reveal their attitudes and their beliefs, what they say about themselves, what they say about others. Dialogue can reveal their biases and their prejudices, um, their respect or their lack of respect for themselves or for others. It can reveal their need for understanding. Um, for example, do you know, are, do they just talk too much? Are they overly specific? Do they not talk at all? I mean, all of those things will help you characterize, give more flavor, add more personality to the character. It can reveal their intellect, which is different than education, okay? Do they ask a lot of smart questions? That would be the intellectual. Do they question the status quo? That would give you all more characterization. And then you have the opposite of their dialogue is the other character's dialogue back to them. What, why, and how the characters respond or not is re relevant. If you have a character who's asking questions and the other person says nothing, that says a whole lot about both characters. Also, it can reveal their emotions. Something like, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, versus you damn idiot. Okay? One, you're an idiot seems a little bit more even-keeled. You damn idiot seems a little bit more agitated or aggravated. Another way to reveal character is the character's thoughts. And let's not forget internal dialogue, that thoughts not spoken, but which are frequent in first person or third person uh, point of view. So what's going on in their inner dialogue? And it's really the same thing. The thoughts are the same, their inner dialogue, the same as their, as the outer dialogue. It reveals education, intellect, emotion, biases, prejudices, attitudes, age, ethnicity, gender, location, all of those things. Another way to add characterization is the character's actions. And we're gonna have another video on this coming up soon. But for now, I'll just say that actions often speak louder than the dialogue itself. The saying, it's not what you say, but what you do, is just important in literature. So actions can reveal your feelings, your emotions, your intentions, your gut, like your gut reactions. They can also be used to disguise feelings and intentions. For example, are your characters say they are, uh, do your character, does your character say they're afraid, but they act courageous? Are they say that they're calm, but they're fidgety? So these are all things that you can do that give a nuanced layer to your characters. Another thing you can, uh, another way you can characterize is the character's appearance. Now, older fiction used to go into like lengthy exposition style, you know, biographical summaries, and that was telling. And telling, as we know, is a giant no-no. Now, writers actually have to sneak in, you know, sneak in the appearance actually through the course of telling their story. Body type, hair, eye color, these can all be conveyed gradually by showing, you know, by, by, 
during the action part or do by during the dialogue. An example would be, I'm not fooled by her baby blues or she swept back her saloon style blowout. Okay, so I didn't have to do a telling, I could do more of a showing. Clothes are often indicators of character, their socioeconomic status and their lifestyle. Um, a character, for example, could be driving a dented, rusty economy car while dressed in knockoff uh, Christian Louboutins and holding a fake Louis Vuitton handbag, right? It can indicate that the character has high aspirations or that they have an over-concern for their appearance. Flashy jewels and clothes can indicate maybe an intention-seeking personality. So you can use their appearance and you can really kind of mold and craft really a deep layered, a nuanced personality um, for that character. So there it is, five ways to amp up your characterization. You have dialogue, action, their name, if that's possible, their thoughts, and their appearance. And if you do these things, then you will have effectively, you, you have ample characterization. So, um, and I also want you to think that writers can enlist all of these character builders or employ one or two. And I'm going to give you an example of um, Boo Radley in To Kill a Mockingbird. We get his physical appearance. He doesn't really say anything. We just get a, it's kind of his physical appearance and dialogue about him. But we really learn about him, uh, what kind of person he is by his heroic actions. So don't let the opportunity go by um, to make your character come alive all those different ways. Everything you write about your character is a way to show or provide more characterization and it will become more real to your characters. So thanks for watching today and um, if you like it, give it a thumbs up and don't forget to subscribe and hit the notifications buttons. Thank you. Bye-bye.